This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd and welcome along to this podcast. Now, we have the panel in our studios once again. Producer Phil Pendlebury, drummer Eddie Parsons and vocalist Emily Peacock on What's New 22. And we delved into the music of the Scottish singer-songwriter K.T. Tunstall and her seventh studio album called Nut. Enjoy the podcast and don't forget to join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. My favourite segment each and every week is talking music for uh, 45 minutes with uh, my next guest on the show. We have um, Emily Peacock from About Last Night. Hi, Emily. Hello, Mark. Loving the hair. Loving the hair this week. Thank you. Very different, isn't it, than normal? It's, it's quite different, it's quite different, but I'm sure you could pull it off too. <laughs> right. uh, we've also got Phil Pendlebury, producer over there to my left. Hi Mark, nice to see you and I'm loving your hair as yeah, well. Yeah, right, good stuff. Um, <laughs> and of course Eddie had his cut last week, so we can't really mention it, can we? But Eddie Parsons, drummer, welcome uh, once again to the Hi, show. Hi Mark, good evening everybody. Great to have you guys. Um, we're going to be looking at an album that I know Emily has actually seen the person perform, haven't you, uh, live and we're very impressed. Yes, I was extremely impressed. Yeah. Well, not, well, not tell you exactly who it is just yet but we'll get to that very shortly um i also want to pick up as well uh, your band about last night of course playing blah blah they've got a big name coming haven't they is it next week it's the week after, week next. after next it's uh, wednesday the 5th of october uh, the script are going to be performing live the script do you like yes, them yes i do i'm a big fan yeah, yeah. They're lovely, aren't they? Nice yeah. guys as well. Um, I think you've in, uh, interviewed I them, haven't you? Mark? Yeah, I have interviewed them, and I took my son. He was about eight at the time, and he was a massive fan. And they, you know, had loads of time for him. Signed his baseball cap, and they're, they're, they're really good guys as well. Uh, along as being really good players, three piece band. I like three yeah. pieces. Yeah. There's something about a three piece that, you know, the power really shines through. Yeah, the the, the raw power, and, and you've got to be on it, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, Eddie, you know about this. Yeah. <laughs> but th- that guy's got an amazing voice though yeah don't sing and, and they're great writers too mm. so that should be a great gig um top venue and um, it's going to sell out that one isn't it yeah it's almost sold out i think there's only a few vip tickets left but um <coughs> definitely worth checking out. <coughs> are we vips <laughs> <laughs> right then anyway let's get down to business i've been asking uh, our listeners the question what is your most profound music moment in a TV show or a movie. And we brought this on because, of you know, we've been talking quite a lot over the last few weeks about Stranger Things and the fact that uh, Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush went to number one pretty much everywhere as it was featured on the TV show. And a Metallica track, can you help me out with the Master time? of Puppets. Master of Puppets was another one. Great scene with the guy playing guitar, shredding away. And again, that's brought that music all back. And GNR as well, with um, Sweet Child of Mine, mm-hmm. which is which is being featured. So there's yet another reintroduction. <laughs> <laughs> Who's of that next? Song. Make a line over there for your music <laughs> to come back next. But yeah, um, that's uh, what we're talking about tonight. Your most profound music uh, moment. Um, Julie, thank you for your message coming in. Um, the streets of Philadelphia. After the funeral, the music was so poignant. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. That mm, right. Good call. Anyway, I, I asked you guys this afternoon, to, can you just message me a song that was really special to you in a movie? And I got 
thousands <laughs> of different titles. Let, let's, st- let's start with you, Eddie. Um, and I, I chose the first one um, from you, um, which is an Elton John tune, just to give you an idea of what I've gone for. But, I mean, you, you had a low Titanic and uh, lots of other stuff, yeah? Oh, yes, and even... Um Vangelis doing the soundtrack oh, to Blade Runner, that, which I thought was was yeah. beautiful when it came out, and it still holds good now. Yeah, but, so that's a sign of quality. But there are so many. I mean, um, uh, Footloose that was a great, oh, yeah. that was a great Kenny song Loggins. by Kenny Loggins, and and so on and so forth. And and like if you if you watch Top Gun, then of course it's another. Um, classic song into the danger zone I think is I that know. Kenny Loggins again yeah. let's have a listen to your choice though Nice choice, Eddie. Did, did, did you like your cartoons? Then? I, I do, <laughs> but I mean, it's just such a beautiful song. I'm uh, having goosebumps yeah. now listening to it's it. Lovely, it's isn't it? Yeah. An awesome song, and it just fits the movie perfectly. And Phil, um, coming over to you now, you came up with some beauties, and I thought, oh, yeah, the sound of music, well, Julie Andrews. Who can forget that running up the mountain there? Yeah, I think I think I've got to point out, it's like like, like Eddie's choice there, the so lonely goatherd. Um, it's what you were doing as well at the time. Now, I remember watching Lion King with my son. You know, when yeah. he was a little lad. So that's and it ended up being his favourite movie. For years and years, and probably still is. Sound of Music, <laughs> yeah. apparently I went to see it when I was three years old. Yeah. And I don't remember that. But since I've, I've seen it, and it's one of those that just, yeah, this has got something yeah. to do with why I ended up in music. Yeah, but what I chose for you, yeah. Phil, out of the loads that you sent yeah. me, was this. Can it be? Children of the 1970s will certainly recognise Barbara Streisand, Phil. Nice choice, the I, I, way we were. Yeah, I picked that because I I, I knew you'd have uh, identify with it as well. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many. Yeah, there's so yeah. many. There's rock stuff. There's ballads. There's and and even some of the actual theme music from the movies yeah, themselves, yeah. like the themes that John Williams wrote for Star yeah, Wars yeah. and all this stuff. Uh, Emily, you came up with an absolute scorcher as well. Again, you sent so many in, but it was pretty obvious for me which one to go for. Oh, totally profound. <laughs> I'm not going, Emily. Uh, tell me about that. 
The first time I watched this scene, I rewound it about five or six times, and yeah. I just couldn't believe what I was listening to and watching. The it perfect was, vocal oh, performance, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Beyonce was rumored to get the awards for "Listen" in that movie, but um, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, epic. So, have a guess, guys. What do you think Mark Lloyd would go for? <laughs> I don't know. It's seventies. It's, it's flared trousers. Oh, it's got to be staying alive. Maybe a Saturday white suit. Maybe a white. <laughs> Here we go. on that dance floor with all the lights and John Travolta in his white suit and the music of the Bee Gees for me uh, absolute moment I'll never forget yeah, at yeah. the cinema yeah. I have that vision of you now burned into my oh, mind straight out the next day to buy a white jacket well, that for sure and I'd already got the huge flares. lapels yeah massive <laughs> lapels thank you um, another one of our listeners messaging in uh, not profound but very romantic and very moving Notting Hill and the song She by Elvis Costello oh, yes. uh, great version version of course um, it was done by Charles Aznavour um, originally but th keep those coming in profound moments profound songs uh, from movies um, we're going to get into our first piece of music from the album that we're looking at it's called Nuts it's the seventh studio album by the Scottish singer-songwriter K.T. Tunstall the first track then from this album Nuts from KT Tunstall Canyons is what it's called um, very quickly I'm going to come over uh, to uh, Emily um, you've seen Alive of course um, obviously we're very impressed first song what do you think I really like it um, I'm a big fan of KT Tunstall's voice I just think it's a kind of voice I could listen to all night long and not get bored of it yeah um and like, yeah, I really like that song. Yeah, really it's, it's, it's got a real groove out of it. It has. It? Yeah. And um, she's got a bit of a Stevie Nicks rasp on there. And yeah. there as well. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Eddie? I liked it a lot. 
I think she's got better and better as she's progressed through her career. Mm-hmm. I really like this. It's yeah. very cool. Very groovy, uh, Phil. Yeah, raw and, and rocky. Love it. Raw Love it. and Absolutely. rocky. <laughs> and and the, the vocal sound, again, you, I've mentioned it every week, saturation. Saturation. <laughs> so it's, a, it's almost to the level of being distorted, which you can use as an effect, but this is not done as an effect. It's just done to enhance a little bit. And yeah. it's, it's awesome. Nice one. Thank you, Ian, for your message. Greatest movie musical moment for me, Kermit the Frog singing <laughs> Rainbow Connection. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. So we are reviewing the new release from Katie Tanstall. It's called Nuts. It was released on the 28th of May. We heard one track already called Canyons, which we all liked. And let's hear a little bit from Katie. She was asked to give advice to budding singer-songwriters and performers. And I found this really interesting. Have a listen. Get good at what you do and don't cut corners. Sitting on a laptop is never, ever going to be as good for you as a player and a performer and a musician than actually playing on stage. I think the craft of performance and the truth that you find on a stage that you're never going to find sitting at home is totally invaluable. Your ability to connect with people is invaluable because let's face it sure you can make the most amazing album in the world but who's going to listen to it if you can't deliver it in a really engaging way so that skill of building connection with your audience and reaching out to a bunch of strangers and giving them a reason to want to listen to what you're doing practice 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 and gig, 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 when you can. Good advice, Emily, yeah? Get out there on stage and connect with that audience. Yeah, very good advice, very good advice. Yeah, indeed. yeah, don't sit behind a computer all day. <laughs> well, we, you know, we've, everybody yeah. looks at Phil. You've got to now, <laughs> I suppose you have to, Phil, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to do the work, yes, but uh, one of the things I've said to people often is we need to go out and play these songs live before, yeah. before we record them because things happen live mm. that you can then put into the recording. Yeah. And, and, you know, anyway, yeah. we could talk all night. About yeah, that. let's hear our second song anyway. K.T. Tunstall, I Am A Pilots. Tranquilize that I'm tired I wanna be an outsider Being the visualizer Always first to get gone I never gave my 
That's our second track then. I am a pilot. Phil, uh, I think you were liking that one. I think you were yeah. kind of grooving along the, to that. The, the, there's so many things. Um, the, Seems uh, to be a lot going on. Interesting. You, you've got the 808 and 909 drums. You've got the SH-101 bass, which we talked about last week. And, and that's what the, the multi-millions are using for the black pink and all this stuff. They're all, They're using, all using that, are they? It's all back so, to... So it's all old technology? Old technology. But are they using it and is it all now in modules? And, yeah, you, you know. wouldn't be programming the little individual <laughs> unit. Yeah. You build yeah. it in. Um, the other interesting thing I, I'd like to note from that is that there's a, not as much guitar in it. The little uh, groovies in the heart style riff. Dum, da, 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 yeah, yeah. But she actually plays acoustic really quite well, it, uh, despite being slightly deaf in both ears. Not you? Or, or, no, her. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you fine. Uh, Eddie, what do, what do you make of it? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was very interesting and um, it had as Phil mentioned, several different components to it. And uh, I particularly liked, as Phil was saying, that, that sort of <laughs> effect. Mm -hmm. You can imagine that through a big system that would be really mm -hmm. punching that low end. Yeah. But great vocal technique as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, well. harmonies? Yep, loved yeah. it. Bags of harmonies. I think she's that, getting yeah. better at the, yeah. <laughs> the longer she plays, yeah. yeah. So, it, which ties into what she just said yeah. in the interview. Well, what kind of an artist is she, um, Emily? Is she pop? Is she... You know, solely, or I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I like to come compartmentalize things, mm. which is not always a good thing. I know, but I uh, think she covers quite a lot of genres. Really, she's yeah. in some of her music is quite folky, like yeah, indie yeah. folk, indie rock, yeah. soft pop, soft rock. Like she covers quite a lot of genres. She's very accessible, mm. but she stayed who she is. Like yes, she's developed throughout the years, but she stayed exactly who she is. Even though, like the way she writes, her songs can be different, like this. I love the journey it takes you on. Uh, it's like escaping to find your control and being the master of your own destiny. I get yeah. that from this, these lyrics, and it's so cool. Yeah. But she's always been a great singer, a great lyricist. Yeah, and uh, getting better and better and better by the sounds of, of things. We'll squeeze in another one. Um, this one is called Private Eyes. Didn't Hall & Oates have a tune called Private Eyes? I think they did. Indeed, <laughs> yes. Which I rather like. Let's see if I like this Private Eyes as well. Close to the ceiling of a basement bar
That's, uh, Eddie, another one of those songs you need your convertible driving up the beach road, yes, isn't it? Yes, indeed. I thought that. But I also thought it was a... It kind of reminded me of her earlier albums when it, it was quite stripped the back. suddenly i see days yes yeah. with that acoustic and then it kind of develops yeah it's lovely lovely yeah it is it's nicely put together phil yeah and that's what i was saying just now the acoustic I, I would wager that that is her actually playing most of the acoustic stuff on the album so you don't reckon there's that many i, other I don't musicians? think there's a lot of no. other people involved certainly on the production side i couldn't see any known names and on the songwriting obviously everything is is her yeah by the way just want to quickly point out i wasn't trying to make a joke earlier she was born uh, partially deaf in both ears. Was she really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know any more of the story than that, but I just saw a little yeah. clip of her saying that, you know, so. Amazing. Uh, really pretty, good. pretty amazing. Yeah, Emily. And that really is it? amazing. Mm. Um, really fun song. Yeah. Uh, really, really fun. I don't know why, maybe it's just my strange brain, but I'm likening it to um, Jonathan Larson's music. He's a playwright, songwriter, who wrote okay. Rent, famously. He wrote oh, Rent okay. the Musical. Okay. Um, and I've recently watched um, Tick, Tick, Boom, which is basically all about him writing. Um, and, yeah, listening to this, it really reminds me of some of his writing as well. It's, mm. it's nice. And you can kind of see it. I can imagine it being on a stage in a performance, yeah. in a play. Yeah, it makes you smile, this music, yeah. doesn't it? It yeah. puts a smile. Uh, a little bit about the album cover as well. Uh, it's really, really cool. And it was created by Josh McCartney, um, another famous name there. Uh, on naming the album, um, Tunstall declared, nuts is a word that refers to her mind or her brain. She says, uh -huh. I love that the word always means a seed. And the album artwork is all about the brain being a garden. You reap what you sow. Okay. Nice. So there you go. That's Very a little bit of story on the album. We'll come back. Uh, we'll have another song and uh, we'll give it uh, our final verdict. This is the new album once again. Nuts from KT Tunstall. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back to the show. We are reviewing the album Nuts from KT Tunstall. Just in case you're thinking about who she is, let's just jog your memory. Probably uh, Katie's uh, biggest uh, hit. Uh, did she do that when you saw her live? She did, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. How was it? She, it where was where, where did you great. see her? I, I saw her at um, Gorsworth Hall. It's in Cheshire. Yeah. Um, it was an outdoor gig. It was okay. really, really nice. In yeah. like stately homes, surrounded by gardens. Nice, yeah. nice. So that's the big hit, of course, from uh, from KT Tunstall. Um, we've already heard three songs. Uh, I think we're pretty much liking it lock, stock and barrel at the moment. Third song, funnily enough, is called Three from KT Tunstall. Show me now I'm holy Be the picture that I want to see Feel the moments falling Keep repeating now No retreating now It's time to be All those things I read aloud Telling my mind, telling my heart and soul We can let go of control Here I am at the beginning 
So that's my favourite of um, of all the songs that we've heard from this album, Nuts. It's called uh, Three. I just love the subtle harmonies in, in it. It's really, really well put together. Again, all and and so different from from the other album tracks. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Of course, you've got the acoustic there. That I know Eddie was going to say this. Sorry, Eddie, but the the close mic thing. Yeah, the vocal is almost dry from what I can tell. The, um, you know, There's not much effect on it. Yeah, no. It would be so tempting if I was doing mixing that, it would be tempting to put reverb and delay, yeah. which I always do, and then you listen later and you think, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Eddie? I, uh, I agree with, with uh, Phil there. It's, it's a beautiful song, and um, the different types of vocal as well. I'm sure Emily will speak to that, but there's that breathy, as I mentioned, that close mind mm. technique, which mm. is almost whispering. And there is that very subtle sort of ambient reverb you can just about hear it off it's like it's just gorgeous yeah emily yes. vocal technique <laughs> <laughs> no i agree with everything you both just said um and i agree with you mark that's my favorite song on the album as yeah. well um yeah. absolutely beautiful you can't song. fault it can you at all this it? speaks directly to my to my heart this one yeah. it's so gentle and i think um what you're saying about being tempted to put on effects there's something about her voice. It's so soft and mm. it, and lovely that it doesn't kind of. It already has its own natural yeah, yeah. <laughs> softness and reverb to and, it. And the style that she's writing in yeah. kind of gives gives you that ability as well. I think that's mm. part of it. But yeah, but gorgeous. It was also interesting to note that the only percussion, apart from a very very subtle bass drum, was just a shaker. Yeah, gentle. That was it. Keep Beautiful. it. Keep it laid back. Yeah. Um, has it made the Peacock playlist? It has. <laughs> Actually, it really has. Uh, I've played the album through a few times. Yeah, yeah. So I think thumbs up, guys, everybody on on that one. Big thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No numbers today, then? Uh, If you want to do numbers, no, no, no. Rocky, Rocky, pop 
poppy, raw, and and, yeah. and touching, and, and and you know. Would and, you listen to it again? Definitely. Yeah. Just oh, yes. Before, just before I let you guys go, I just want to mention as well that getting a release in theatres on Friday. I don't know if it would be here, but certainly in other parts of the world, is a documentary called Nothing Compares. It's all about Sinead O'Connor. Um, it's about her rise to fame and the fact that she didn't really want to be famous. I, I just want to play the trailer. It was such a shock for me to become a pop star. It's not what I wanted. I just wanted to scream. Everybody in music has a story in terms of what they went through. Every person's duty to themselves is to act on their feelings and to say when they think something is wrong. And take the consequences. I imagine so. The level when Nothing Compares to You became a hit was extraordinary. This song went number one everywhere in the world. I think that'll be an interesting uh, watch film. Yeah, I, I always felt it was an incredible interpretation. The song written by Prince, yeah. of course, and yeah. I'm sure we all know that, but you have to bear that in mind sometimes, don't you? It's, you know, it's, it's another artist's song. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her interpretation, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Other than that, what else? Uh, well, yeah, I think it will be. I, I think <laughs> it will be interesting because she's uh, quite a troubled soul, and I, I think yeah. she's. Uh, had um, more than her fair share of issues over the years, so mm. I think it might be interesting on that level. I mean, famously, she well. came to the Irish Village here and uh, performed, but wouldn't do that song. <laughs> and uh, a lot of the audience weren't too happy. I mean, Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, I'll you? definitely watch that documentary. I'm very yeah. intrigued to hear more about her experiences. Mm. Yeah, so and, sounds and why, really and why she wouldn't sing this song. Yeah. She, said, she actually said, I'm, I'm past that now, I don't do that anymore. Oh. Okay. You know, and, uh, and everyone fans like, are there, and everyone, that is your big, wow. your big, big song. You're an artist, you're on stage. Yeah. That's what you're you need there. to talk to Dave C about that moment. I can see. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I, can, I can remember when um, uh, Cutting Crew, cutting crew? Cutting crew yeah. came to uh, Dubai and they played the old. Um, uh, uh, rock um, Hard Rock Cafe, which used to yeah. be on the Chickside Road. Chickside there, yeah. I actually remember when it was opened by Chuck Berry. Were you yeah, there? That, Chuck that, Berry, that was yeah. great, that, wasn't it? But, um, and I was there, and they'd had some sound problems or anything, and in the end, I left because they wouldn't play I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. They were doing <laughs> covers of it. And, it was like, song. and that was like, yeah, because I had that album broadcast when it came out, and they didn't play it, or, and I left, and then I found out later that my mate phoned me and said, well, they did actually end up playing it <laughs> as an encore, but they did some sort of... Yeah, weird Acoustic, version of weird it. Version yeah, of it. Yeah. And I'm so glad I left then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, about last night, give me those nights again when we can see you at Blah Blah. Well, actually, we're changing. It's going to be every Monday, Wednesday, Friday as oh, right. of October. Awesome. So mark the calendars. But no, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yes. Nice but, one. Yeah. Next gig is tonight. Next gig is Friday for yeah. this week. Great stuff. We're not going to see you next week in the studio, but so we're going to have another great singer joining yes, us, aren't we? Yes, one of the best female vocalists in Dubai. Yeah, who is? Do you want me to say it? Yeah, go on. Miss Louise Shufflebotham yeah. from Rebel Bass. Louise. Really looking forward to that. And funnily enough, there's, she's called Louise, and I think we might be having a Louie to review next week. Um, so, uh, guys, uh, once again, Phil, um, yeah, yeah um, you're doing a bit? A little, little Bavaria. Yeah. UAQ yeah. on Friday nights, and then the new venue in DIFC's. 
fixed to open in October. Oh, cool. so I'll tell you more about that next week. Great stuff. And uh, Eddie, um, you're still on a long vacation, which you still deserve. on hi- hiatus yeah. musically, but. Um, I can't wait to start playing again. Yeah. It won't be long. It won't be long. Guys, a great What's New 22. We'll catch you again next week. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.